Welcome to Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women at all levels in engineering and technology. And one way we do that is through professional development events and online workshops. Visit www.exec.swe.org to learn more about our empowering and engaging three-day event for engineering leaders and executives taking place this June. Or attend one of our three virtual Reignite Your Light workshops designed to help women engineers at every level find happiness, balance, and direction in their careers. To learn more, visit advancedlearning.swe.org. Now let's get to today's diverse episode. Hi, I'm Heather Doty, FY21 President of the Society of Women Engineers. Welcome to SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. I'm joined today by Susan Uthaya Kumar, President of the Sustainability Business Division at Schneider Electric. In this capacity, she is responsible for managing the Global Energy Sustainability Services, as well as the Sustainability Consulting Organization, to deliver climate mitigation action to enterprise customers. Throughout her 16-year tenure with the company, Susan has been instrumental in transforming Schneider Electric to a digital power and automation technology company, driving sustainability, efficiency, and resiliency. As a woman in leadership, Susan has intentionally stayed on the front lines of business and has challenged the status quo to forge her own career path by turning challenges into opportunities for growth. Susan believes in using her work and her platform to drive impact both in business and in her community championing innovation, advocating for women in science, technology, engineering, and math, or STEM, and building the leaders of tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today, Susan. Well, it's great to be here, and thank you for having me on the podcast, Heather. Absolutely. I'm excited to learn more about you. Can you start by telling us a little about Schneider Electric and your role as the president of the Sustainability Business Division? Sure. So Schneider Electric is a global energy management and automation company. We've existed for over 100 years, and our focus is on making sure that we can bring efficiency to operations as well as sustainability to our clients. We are found in over 160 countries, and we have over 160,000 employees worldwide. And, and Heather, we refer to ourselves as the most local of global companies. So we really want to ensure that as we operate in the different countries, we really embrace the local approach to businesses, governments, et cetera, and that we make a difference to our clients and our customers. That sounds fantastic. So it's great to learn about your company there, but can you walk us through your academic and professional accomplishments? Like where did you go to school and how did your studies influence your career path? Sure. So it's, it's, it's um, I had a start in my academic in the University of Waterloo, which is based in, in Canada. And it's a school that's really known for engineering, architecture, finance. And uh, I did my undergraduate at Waterloo. And um, after I did my undergraduate, I went straight into a, a master's of finance program. 
And what this enabled me to have is a really good understanding of, of liberal arts, of a very good understanding of finance. Um, and I'm just naturally good with numbers. And from there, what I did, Heather, is I joined Deloitte & Touche at that time in the, in consulting. And I also got my, my accounting designation. And with that qualifications, I started to work on a lot of mergers and acquisitions in the, in the country of Canada. And um, I really loved it. You know, it's a, it's a very exciting space. And um, once I did this for about six years, I was asked by a client of mine, McCain Foods, to come and join their, their corporate development team. So I joined them and um, I did some very, very interesting projects in, in emerging markets like Russia, India, Turkey. So wherever McDonald's was trying to set up operations because McCain Foods, which is a manufacturer of French fries, um, we will make sure that they had the supply of, of that they needed. Again, I really enjoyed that work because it, it gave me the opportunity to work in different countries, understanding how would you set up operations either through a greenfield site or through acquisition. And from there, I decided that I also wanted to work in the, in the largest market globally, and I decided to immigrate myself to the U.S., there, I joined a company called Crow Capital, which is a boutique M&A firm. Again, I loved the, the deals that I did, and, and Schneider Electric at the time uh, had engaged Crow Capital for diligence work. So I got to know Schneider Electric, and I really liked what I saw in the company. It's very acquisitive, and, and I was really focused on, on driving acquisition. So that's my start into, into Schneider Electric. So that's the first phase, I would say, of my, of my career. And then once I joined Schneider, what I realized is that there is a world outside of mergers and acquisitions. So I like the strategy of the company. I wanted to build additional skill set more on the core of the, of the business, which is on engineering technology. And I did many different positions in, in Schneider in the U.S. and in Canada. And just previous to stepping into the Sustainability Business Division leadership globally, I was the CEO for Schneider um, in Canada. And what I have found, Heather, if I can share something based on these experiences, is that the more different positions that I did, the better my knowledge base became and the better I, 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 I became at being able to manage the, the challenges that you would face in a day-to-day -day basis in business. Wow, that's fantastic. It's great to hear a little bit about how you got to where you are. So what are your professional goals as a sustainability leader? Like what changes would you like to see happen over the course of your time in your current position with Schneider Electric? Well, first of all, you know, having a, a healthy planet and, and, and making sure that there's a sustainable future for the future generations is very important to me personally. So I am, I'm vested in wanting to make a difference as a result of that. And I also believe that, that the climate change that we face and the challenge that we face is a global issue. So it's not, it's not something that one company, one country can solve on, on its own. So my intention in this role is one, to help our clients and customers decarbonize and to be their, their digital partner, because it's a complex topic and it's not something that, that you can necessarily figure out efficiently on your own. And with the ability that we have within Schneider 
on energy management, which really leads to energy optimization and the automation side of our business, which allows us to do and bring in process optimization, we can really help our clients decarbonize. On the second element for me is I mentioned that the climate challenge that we face is a, is a global challenge. I really want to partner with, with governments in policymaking, with the UN, for example, in ensuring that we create the awareness on, on what we need to do and how do we make sure that the global warming is limited to one five degrees that ensures a sustainable planet. So I guess, Heather, I would say we have a lot to do, and I feel that I have a lot to do in this position. Absolutely. Well, maybe we can shift gears a little bit from, from the specifics of your, of your position. I know you, you in your bio, we mentioned that you're an advocate for women in STEM. So I'm curious to hear your perspective on how others in the industry can create more diverse, inclusive environments within their companies and teams. So one of the principles that I adhere to and one of the the core principles of Schneider is that we are a diverse and inclusive company. And saying this is easy, but really driving this where everyone that's within the company has a right to voice their opinion and those opinions are heard and accounted for is something that you have to drive intentionally. So what we're doing in, in within our own company is we have this philosophy of 50, 40, 30. And what that is, is that in order to ensure that we have gender balance, in order to ensure that we have the right um, representation of different ethnicity and, 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 and things that make an organization diverse, we have this program whereby 50% of our hires will have to, to, to look at what are the diversity that we want to bring into our organization. And then 40% of those hires need to be in the front line, meaning that customer-facing roles should also show that diversity. And then the last part is the 30%, which is to ensure that the 1,000 leaders of Schneider, the top leaders of Schneider, also represent that diversity. So this is what we do in, um, inside of the company. And then personally, I feel that, you know, again, making sure diversity and inclusiveness is embraced is something that everyone has to solve for. So I feel that that I can add a lot of value by being an advocate externally, you know, encouraging our peer companies in the industry to embrace it, and then also speak to how we have on it because it hasn't been been an easy journey. There are a number of things that we had to drive purposefully, whether it's an inclusive family policy, whether it's it's you know what is the the work of the workforce of the future look like. And I feel that by sharing this, we can enable better adoption by others in the industry and um, in our ecosystem. Absolutely. Great advice there. So for you personally, what sorts of obstacles have you faced, if any, as a woman in an engineering organization, and how did you overcome them? It's a great question, Heather. So I have to tell you, first of all, I am not an engineer who has been in an engineering and technical company for the last um, 16 years. And the first obstacle, which is an obstacle, I would say is a personal obstacle. So, you know, Anything in life is is something that could be learned. And anything in life, I feel, is if you approach it with a common sense of what that principle is, is figurable. So the first obstacle I had to come overcome is from myself saying, okay, you know, 
you have the ability to lead an engineering or a technical organization. So I learned very quickly to dive in deep. You know, if it's something that I didn't understand, I, I, I learned to ask the questions so that I can understand the issue, I can understand the solution. And I also learned that over time, knowledge is built. So, so that was the first thing. The second thing that I would highlight perhaps, Heather, is that as you may anticipate, this is a field that where we don't have equal representation. So, so you have to learn to, to ensure that you have a spot at the table, meaning that if you come across behavior where you're not included or whether, uh, and, and, and there are, there are times when, when my voice wasn't being heard, you have to learn to say, well, that's a challenge that I have to solve myself. You know, what another person does is one thing, how you react to it and how you allow it to continue is your own, um, it's, it's your own, own opportunity. And, and I've kind of embraced it to say that no one has the right to, to really determine what my contribution is going to be. And it's something that I'm going to determine for myself. Absolutely. Well, shifting gears again from, from the work life to maybe other things, it can be difficult as a working woman, especially one in leadership, to find a healthy work-life balance or integration. So what do you personally do to unwind and disconnect from your professional responsibilities? Okay. So I love traveling and I'm a firm believer that in order to be innovative and in you're in your workplace and in order to be in order to be productive, you actually have to step back and allow yourself some time to think and experience other things. So I've always been drawn to traveling and and I and I've and I've I've pretty much traveled across the world, I would say. That's a huge interest of mine. The other thing that it's enabled me to do is, you know, I run a global organization. I've, I've spoken to diversity. It's allowed me to experience it myself. Then the, the, if there are other things that I would, I would highlight, I would say that somebody gave me advice once that they said to me, in order to ensure that you're successful, you have to, to, to kind of look at four elements of your life. The first one is what are you doing every day to learn? Because, you know, when you learn, you're inspired, you, you are, you are bettering yourself. So I make sure that, that of course you can do this every day, but as I'm progressing in my career, you know, throughout the year, I give myself opportunities to learn either by doing something differently, by exposing myself to people that have better or, or different knowledge base than I do. Um, so it, it's, um, it's a priority for me. The second thing is inspiration. And inspiration could be anything that, that inspires you. You know, it could be a movie, it could be reading, it could be talking to someone that's inspirational. So I make sure that I give myself an opportunity to come across things that do inspire me. Music inspires me, traveling inspires me, talking to knowledgeable people inspires me. So I do that. The third element for me is, of course, you know, as you're as you are progressing in your career and as you're taking um, larger leadership position, you always have challenges, and and you have to be you 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 have to be able to speak to those challenges with with uh, with a support structure that you trust and that supports you. So I'm very lucky to have family and friends that that are there for me, and 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 that really helps me manage what I would say is a, is a um, pretty tough workload. And the last thing that I would say is that 
you, you know, you have to make sure you're healthy and you're, you're balanced in terms of, in terms of how you're taking care of yourself, your well-being. And I make sure that I build some time for walks or things where I kind of decompress and I have a chance to play through things in my mind and just, and just kind of focus on things that are important to me. So I know that was a very long answer, Heather, but these are the four elements that I've, that I have focused on for the better part of the last 15 years. Well, that's fantastic. And I love that you were sharing that it was kind of advice that was given to you, which kind of leads into the next question I was going to ask you is if you could give any one piece of advice to current engineers who are looking at maybe moving up the leadership ranks, what would that be? Yeah. So the first thing I would say is that I think engineering is a great field. Um, it's, a, it's a field where you're solving problems and you're solving problems using technology and you're solving problems using innovation. So one, I think stepping back and recognizing what it is that you can, how you can contribute in this discipline is really important. The second thing I would say is, you know, Representation is important. So, so my ask of of, of um, students, women, women that are that are studying to be engineers, please keep pushing the envelope because it's important for the next generation to see you leading in this space. And if I could share one more thing, I think a lot of times engineers by nature they are focused on solving a technical problem. If you can couple that with the ability to communicate and and allow others that are not technical to understand what it is that you're doing, you could be very successful and you can really have, um, you can really make an impact. So focus on your, on your communication skills and your change management skills. Absolutely. Those are, have been super critical in my own career. So I completely agree with that. So after folks have listened to you, I'm sure that there are some people who might be interested in a career at Schneider Electric. How can they get in touch if that's the case? Perfect. So I mentioned earlier that we're in 160 countries. So if you just Google Schneider Electric, you will come across the HR organization and whom to contact in your country. The, so, so there's a very easy way of getting connected to us. We have positions as interns, as fresh out graduates, and of course, also as, as experienced talent that we're looking for. And we're always looking for talent. The other thing that I would like to mention is that we have an initiative that we call Go Green in the City. It's a global competition that we run. Um, and anyone that's going to a university in any country can participate. And the intent of this initiative is for two people from, from, from a country in any of the universities to come together and to, to propose an idea that would better society, that would bring action towards climate change, that would bring in efficiency, solve hunger, whatever it may be that's innovative. And, and if you participate to this, then there, there's, first of all, national competition, then global competition. And we bring the top 10 candidates together, um, we provide a lot of coaching, and we also bring in the winners into our organization wherever they want to join us in the world. So it's a great opportunity to contribute to society. It's a great opportunity to bring the young generation into solving problems that we have that will enable um, a sustainable future. And it's a great opportunity to get to know Schneider. That sounds fantastic. 
Susan, thank you again for taking the time to speak with us today. I'm sure that lots of folks appreciated your words of wisdom, the advice you've um, both received and what you had to give, and probably some people are really interested in that program you just told us about. Great. Very happy to, to, to be here, Heather, and it was a pleasure to speak with you. Likewise. I'm Heather Doty for all of us at SWE. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Diverse. If you feel inspired to make a positive change in your career, make sure to register for SWE's professional development workshops by visiting www.exec.swe.org and www.advancedlearning.swe.org. Please don't forget to leave us a review on your preferred podcast platform and share this episode with your social network. Thanks for listening.